Our reading for tonight comes from Psalm 148. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord from the heavens. Praise him in the heights. Praise him, all his angels. Praise him, all his hosts. Praise him, sun and moon. Praise him, all you shining stars. Praise him, you highest heavens and you waters above the heavens. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for he commanded and they were created. He established them forever and ever. He fixed their bounds, which cannot be passed. Praise the Lord from the earth, you sea monsters and all deeps, fire and hail, snow and frost, stormy wind fulfilling his command, mountains and all hills, fruit trees and all cedars, wild animals and all cattle, creeping things and flying birds, kings of the earth and all peoples, princes and all rulers of the earth, young men and women alike, old and young together. Let them praise the name of the Lord, for his name alone is exalted. His glory is above the earth and heaven. He has raised up a horn for his people. Praise for all his faithful, for the people of Israel who are close to him. Praise the Lord. In the name of Jesus, amen. I don't know about you, but it feels harder and harder to give thanks each year. For everything I want to give thanks for, I'm reminded about so many who do not even have a tenth of what I have. I'm reminded about the homeless, the lost, the grieving, the ill, those who've been expelled from families or communities. I often feel shame and guilt because I have so much to give thanks for while others have nothing And it's deeply humbling. And on top of all of this, it feels a little strange to be giving thanks while we are living in so much darkness. In case you haven't noticed, it is dark outside and it's gloomy and even sad. There's no life left outside of these doors. And of course, there is that ever-present metaphorical darkness the continued divisions in our country and our communities, the hatred and animosities of people who have different perspectives and worldviews from ourselves, news story after news story of people shooting people, assaulting people, and in all things having a complete disregard of each other's humanity. Hmm. For what are we to give thanks? I don't know why it feels so dark, Or why my guilt becomes so prevalent this time of year? Is it really darker than usual? Are the news cycles making the troubles of so many that much more visible? Maybe it's just my childhood naivete dying each day as I continue to grow up. I don't know what it is, but it does feel hard to give thanks. Yet here we are gathered in the light of Christ, praising God with the heavens and the earth? For what are we to give thanks? What a difficult question. I know what I'm grateful for this year. In the midst of immense darkness and the guilt of personal wealth and privilege, I am grateful for those moments that have happened over the last year, those moments that are unexpected. 
I'm grateful for those glimmers that we see in the eyes of people where the Holy Spirit makes herself known to us. I am grateful for those moments where God's presence can be felt all around us, both in our joys and even in our sorrows. I am grateful that the light of Christ continues to burn brightly in this family of faith and in the love and care that each of you show each other. I am grateful that I am part of a community that does believe that they are praying and praising with the sun and the moon, those sea monsters, and yes, even the snow and frost, with the angels and with the heavenly hosts. I am grateful that we are bound together and gathered together with all of creation to experience and be transformed by that love and grace of God, which is poured out abundantly for everyone to share in. In the darkness and lifelessness of our natural home and in the guilt and shame of our wealth and privilege, we can give thanks that our God is ever-present, continually pouring out love and grace even though we often do not deserve it. Yes, even in the darkness and lifelessness, even in the guilt and the shame, our God remains here, present in the trees and the plants and all of the crazy weather and in every space of creation. God is there, lighting the way for us and bringing life from death and light to darkness. I love moments of worship like this one tonight. I love these moments where we can stop and just take time to be together and be reminded of what really is important. I chose the psalm we read tonight quite intentionally. With all of the to-do lists that tomorrow morning will bring, and even for the next month to come, we need to stop. We need to remember to stop, to take a breath. We need to be reminded that we are in the midst of something truly incredible. We are in the midst of God's creation. And this creation is not ours to claim. I'm often struck this time of year at the story which permeates this holiday we celebrate. This holiday of thanksgiving for the things which were never ours to begin with. I am struck by the stories of our native sisters and brothers who have been so systemically marginalized and oppressed from that very first Thanksgiving feast. I'm struck by them because they remain faithful to their story and to their community. They remain faithful to the things they know to be true about who we are, who we are together, and who we are as people of creation. Their story is about this land, the creation of the spirits, and each of our own connections to it. This land that we walk on is holy and sacred because it contains the praises of God and the very souls of our creation ancestors. This land is not an economic boondoggle. It is not something to be ignored or exploited. It is the life-giving soul which feeds us and sustains us, being made ever anew by a creator who has not yet finished creating, a God who is deeply integrated into every process and every moment of everything which God has made. To watch creation move is to witness to the active work of our God. 
I do believe we have much to learn from our native sisters and brothers on this auspicious occasion and on every other occasion. So, while you're preparing your delicious turkeys tomorrow, or preparing your stomachs to be bombarded by an immense feast, I ask that you simply stop and observe, if for only just a moment, observe God at work in the people and the relationships around you. Observe God at work making the animals live and working the earth to sustain their lives. Observe the small moments that call us into something so much bigger than ourselves. Just stop and observe. Listen to the earth and the heavens praising God. Listen not to speak, but to stand in solidarity with the holiness and sacredness that exists all around us in all things. May your feast tomorrow be plentiful and your relationships blessed. May your thanksgiving be full of life and love and your thanksgivings be heard. And may we all join together, if just for a moment, to discover the light and the darkness, the life amidst the death, and the spirits of the heavens and the earth praising God and living for God's glory. Happy Thanksgiving. Amen.